Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for joining me and spending this time together. I, as usual, wish we were just hanging out in person, talking about all these things and just sharing time together in real life. But since we can't all do that at the same time together, I'm glad that we're able to share this time this way. And I hope that today's episode is encouraging and helpful to you wherever you are. Today, we are talking about rest, about pausing, about stopping all of our work. And that's really hard to do, I think, especially as moms, whether you have work outside of the house that you do, whether you work from home, whether you're managing your home, whatever it is you do that is considered work in your mind for you, it is so hard for us, I think, sometimes, especially in the culture we live in, to pause from our work and to rest to really rest, not pause and pick up your phone and scroll through whatever on your phone, not pause and watch a whole bunch of Netflix, but pause and just rest, just be, be a human being instead of a human doing. It's so hard for us sometimes, and so today I want to talk about why it's good for us to rest, and how we can build some rest into our lives. So first kind of looking at the why, I mean, I think if we go way back to the very beginning, God gives us this example of resting. Back in Genesis, this is Genesis 2, 2, 2, and 3, I guess. It says, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all of the work of creating he had done. So God gives us this example of working hard and then resting. And I think it's easy for us to feel like, oh, but there's more work to do. I'm not done with all the work, so I can't rest. And I think that's an important place where it helps us remember when we rest. It helps us remember we aren't God. The world will keep spinning on its axis. The sun will come up. The birds will chirp. Or it'll keep snowing or you know, whatever the weather is where you are. 
the world won't stop if you rest from your work. And I think that's an important thing for us to remember. Rest can help us remember that we are not God. And I think it's important to remember God wants good things for us. In the verse just before what I read, so this is at the very end of Genesis 1, 131, it says, God saw all that he has, had made and it was very good. God made all of these good things in the world and he wants us to enjoy them, to have time to rest and just sit and enjoy some good food or go outside and look at the sky, look at the trees, just listen to the birds, listen to the wind, listen to whatever it is you're hearing outside, to see the green, to see the beauty of all that he has created and to enjoy it. And when we're constantly working, it's hard to slow down and enjoy those things. And keeping the Sabbath is one of the Ten Commandments, and I don't want to get too crazy on Ten Commandments because you know, now that Jesus has come, we are free from having to try to live up to these expectations that we can't of keeping all these commandments. So this idea of keeping a Sabbath and resting isn't to restrict us. And I think it's kind of cool to see how Jesus was really clear about this in Mark 2, when the religious leaders of the time were criticizing Jesus and his disciples because they're walking through this field of grain and they're picking some of the heads off of the grain to eat as they're walking. They're just kind of scavenging, picking little bits of grain and eating it. And the religious leaders are criticizing them and saying, you guys are working on the Sabbath. How dare you? And I think it's so cool at the end of this in verse 27, so Mark 2, 27, Jesus says to them, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So we're not serving, oh, well, we have to rest this amount of time. We can't do any work. We have to follow all these rules. The Sabbath is here for us. The Sabbath is a time for us to rest. And I'm not saying it has to look like a, you know, Old Testament type Sabbath. In my mind, Sabbath here is, it's about rest. God gave us this gift of having rest, of having a time when it is a break from work, when we don't have to keep working constantly. There are other verses that talk about this similar idea. I really love Isaiah 30, 15. It says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. God calls us to sometimes let go of all the work, all the things we're trying to get done, and rest and be quiet with him. Because, like I said before, that resting reminds us that we are not God. We can sit down for 10 minutes and God can keep the world spinning. God can keep everything going. We can get so wrapped up in feeling like we have so much on our shoulders that we can't pause. But God calls us to this rest. And so I think in this way, resting can be an act of worship. And I'm not saying we, we should just rest all day every day. Let's just be lazy. Uh, we are called to work hard to be diligent at whatever work we are doing and then called to rest and remember that God is in control and we are not and it's okay for us to rest. We don't have to 
spend our whole lives running so hard after having this life that looks perfect and your house is always clean and your kids are always, you know, well-behaved or look great or whatever it is, we can pause, we can take a break, even if it means our house won't be perfectly clean, even if it means something, you know, the snack we bring for soccer practice is store-bought instead of homemade, whatever that looks like. We have to rest to get through because life is life is not a sprint. Life is more like a marathon. I'm sure we've all heard that expression. And in a long race, a long endurance challenge, we have to rest. We have to refresh. We have to recharge or we will burn out. And that doesn't help anyone. So that's just kind of a... A little bit of perspective shifting on why we need to rest and that it is okay to rest. The world's not going to fall apart if you take a little bit of time to rest, to be quiet, to be still. As far as some practical ways to work this into our lives, when you have small children or when you have not so small children, life is full. Life is busy. Life feels like there's always something to do. So if we want to have rest, we have to be intentional about making it happen. So here are just a couple of practical ideas that maybe you can apply to your life. The first one would be to choose a certain time of day where you have a little bit of rest time. This doesn't have to be something that's a I must do this every day. It's another thing on my to-do list that I have to have a rest time. (laughs) That kind of defeats the purpose almost of having this. So it can be a, okay, most days I try to have some rest time here. If your day goes different, like we talked about in a recent episode, it's okay to not hold yourself to 100%. It has to be exactly this all the time. But trying to say, okay, nap time, When my kids are napping, that is my time to rest, to just sit and look out the window, to sit and listen to some music, to sit still and drink a cup of coffee while it's still warm instead of later when it's cold, to read a book, to do something that you enjoy, to crochet, to knit, something that is relaxing and doesn't feel like work something that is restful so maybe that's nap time for you maybe the way your schedule in your life is right now you don't feel like you can use all of nap time for that maybe it's the first 10 minutes of nap time you just sit down for those first 10 minutes and have a rest time or maybe it's right after bedtime maybe it's after your kids are in bed at the end of the day then you can sit and have this time Or if you have children who don't nap anymore, like mine, then maybe it's a rest time where you talk with your kids about it. You say, okay, mommy really needs a rest so that I can recharge and refresh and keep going and be happy, fun mommy in the afternoon, not a grumpy, tired mommy. So we're all going to take a rest. You can be in your room. I'll be in my room or however you want to split it up. This is your space. This is my space. And we have... A certain amount of time to just each rest and do our own thing. So that's one idea to have kind of a certain time of day that's 
just built into the rhythms of your day and routines of this is when I have a little bit of time to just rest and recharge. Another idea would be to set phone reminders on your phone for just a couple of times a day to just press pause for five minutes so when that phone reminder goes off, kind of get all your kids involved in a safe activity as much as you can, you know. You can play with blocks over here, you can play with trains in the other room, or let them watch TV if that's something you're okay with for just a short time. And you just take five minutes or ten minutes to just sit, to just breathe deeply, not the shallow breathing that we get stuck in so much of the day when we feel stressed and rushed and hurried, but restful breathing to just pray not as a list of requests, but just sit and listen to God, just talk calmly, look out the window, or maybe you even actually lay down for five minutes, lay down on your bed, lay down on the floor, whatever rest looks like for you. A couple of short little five or ten minute things during the day where you just sit and be. Another idea is to maybe you feel like for you it would work. You wouldn't want to do some sort of a Sabbath day. And again, this doesn't have to look like any Old Testament rules or regulations. It doesn't have to look like someone on Instagram. It doesn't have to look like your friend does. It can look totally different from anyone else's, but just a day of rest in your home. Lately, for my family, we've been trying to make Saturday a day of rest for us. And that doesn't mean we just sit still all day, but it, mean, it means for me personally, I don't make a to-do list. I don't look at my to-do list. I play with my kids. I... I don't necessarily give up washing dishes or cooking at all, but it's a day where we might just eat leftovers from the fridge and we might use paper plates for a couple of meals or little things that can just make that day feel restful. Where if my three-year-old, he loves to do this thing where he says, everybody snuggle and he wants us to all pile in the bed and just have a whole family snuggling time a day where that's fine we don't have a thousand things planned we don't have a thousand tasks I'm trying to get through we can just pause and do these restful things to have a day in the week that is a rest day and I think the fourth one really kind of goes along with all of these. So I don't know, it's not a separate idea, but it's related to all of these is to talk to your kids, talk to your husband, talk to whoever else lives in your home about this idea of, okay, mommy really needs to start having some rest somewhere in the day. I need you guys to help with that to work together to find some ways where we can all have a little bit of rest. It's not just mommy who needs rest. It's good for all of us to have a little bit of rest time in the day or to have a rest day in the week or whatever it is that you are feeling like would be good and beneficial for you. Because I think when we talk to our families about this, we talk to our kids, we talk to our husband, we let them know what we are needing what they might be needing, and we make it a family project, we're a lot more likely to get that buy-in from everyone else to make it happen and not turn it into a thing that 
we just feel frustrated that we're trying to get some rest and it doesn't seem to be working because no one else is on board. So hopefully some of those tips are things that you can apply to your life, to your situation, to your home. And I hope that this episode was encouraging. I don't in any way want anyone to make to make anyone feel like guilty that you're not resting because that's the opposite of what I'm going for here. This is encouragement to let yourself rest because you need rest. I need rest and we can rest because God is God and we are not. So take some time, remember to rest and to take care of yourself today, mama friends. Thanks for listening today, friends. I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at practicallyjoyfulmom, or you can send me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. So glad we got to share this time together today. Thanks for choosing joy with me, friends.